Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we continue, as Henshaw Trailers of Richland, Iowa presents high school basketball in Southeast Iowa, and boy, do we have a treat for you today. We're on the phone with the number one state-ranked Fort Madison Bulldogs coach, Ryan Wilson. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, man, you're, you, what a game last night. Let's get into, into that uh, right off the bat. Uh, how how about these Trojans? They really came to play, didn't they? Yeah, they were ready for us. Uh, came out, played hard, and we had a back and forth battle there in the first quarter, and ended up tied fourteen at the end of the first. And then uh, Fairfield went on a run to start to the second quarter. I think they were up as many as five or six, and then we ended the second quarter. I think on a eleven two run, uh, went into half up three, and then um, second half was a dogfight. You know we. Uh, Made some changes at halftime and talked about a few things. And uh, again, give credit to Fairfield. You know they played hard and they uh, they they brought their A game and were ready for us and and uh, you know gave us a battle. And um, you know last year at their place we lost at the buzzer on a JJ Lane three pointer. And uh, um, I thought that was going to happen again last night when that ball went up uh, right at the end. And I'm pretty sure my eyes were as big as golf balls watching that ball in the air and hoping like heck it wouldn't go in. Sure enough, it came up short and. We were able to escape uh, the, the Fairfield gym with a win. I thought your team was mentally tough last night. Did you? Yeah, these guys are really tough guys. They're, they're you know, they're prepared. They've, they've been doing this for a long time, and they love it. You know, this this group of seniors here at Fort Madison, um, not just the basketball players, but the entire class, are, are a special group. And you go back and look at what uh, Fort Madison Sports has done over the last year or two, and a lot of the credit goes to this senior group. And and you know they've been to state track meets and they've played high level baseball games and they've played some playoff football games. And uh, their mentality and their physical, their physicality and their uh, mental toughness in these situations um, is is very special and unique. And and uh, you know they hold their composure and they, they don't panic. And, and they, I think they, as, as the crowd gets into it more and the student sections become rowdy, I think they just, uh, you know, they feed off of that and play harder. So it's, it's, a, it's a fun group. Yeah, so I think Fairfield's going to set up a nightmare scenario for somebody in the playoffs. Do you? Oh, they very well could. Yeah, like, you know, they have some pieces. You know, with Max on the inside that can play inside, outside, and rebound like crazy with J.J. Lane and his ball handling capabilities and skills and knockdown shots and then, uh, you got someone like Kate Allen who can do some things uh, as well, and, and and you know when you have three guys like that, uh, you know you you you're you're dangerous when it comes to postseason for sure. Well, we're talking uh, to the head coach of the number one ranked Fort Madison uh, Bloodhounds. How's uh so tell us a little bit about your undefeated season so far. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a fun ride here so far. Um, you know, started off our season with the conference game, uh, home against Mount Pleasant, which was a dog fight, uh, two point victory there. And, and then we hosted Fairfield after that, and, you know, played some conference games. And then, uh, we went on the road, uh, went down to Quincy and played at, uh, John Wood Community College and there were ball in the river shootout, played South Shelby, Missouri, uh, down there. Um, and, uh, then we, here in January, we've hit a lot of, uh, Southeast Iowa teams, um, Mount Pleasant for the second time, Central Lee, Holy Trinity, and uh, our, our first game with Burlington was supposed to be on the 14th of January. That got postponed due to the snowstorm that came in, and we'll see them here a couple times over the uh, 
next couple game or next couple weeks. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a tough schedule. We you know we played Mop, or we played Washington at home December twenty first, and which was a great game. Um, you know, it's always nice to to get those wins at home, and uh, we got to turn around and go on the road and beat them, or hopefully uh, beat them at uh, their place here in a couple weeks. But um, yeah, we got a we got a stretch of games to go yet, and it's been fun so far. Well, talk about the conference because it seems pretty strong. Fairfield seems to really be coming on. Mount Pleasant's got a solid team. Washington's excellent. Burlington looks like they, they're a formidable team, too. Well, as the old coaches say, we want to be playing our best basketball come postseason come, uh, you know, in February, and, and that's what everybody's gearing up to do. And, and our conference is a tough one. I mean, you look, throw the records out. Um, you know, it's a tough conference. Uh, like I said, we haven't seen Burlington yet. We'll see them twice here in the next 10 days. And then um, we played Washington once, and and uh, Washington and Burlington actually play each other tonight in Washington. So it'll be fun to be able to sit at home and kind of kick back and watch that basketball game. I'm sure that'll be high scoring and fast paced. So um, you know Burlington, Washington, uh, to Fairfield and the things they've done, uh, Mount Pleasant, and then uh, Keokuk as well. So a lot of good basketball here in the Southeast Conference this year. Well, it seemed like you had a pretty good following uh, from your. You're uh, from Fort Madison that came over to see the game. There's a lot of folks there from Fairfield. The crowd seemed pretty loud, and uh, uh, that was just a fantastic night of basketball. But I was able to watch it at home uh, on YouTube. Uh, so tell uh, tell our listeners some ways to follow your number one ranked team. Yeah, so various schools we play at and things, they'll, they'll stream our games on YouTube. Like last night, Fairfield had it on their YouTube page. When we play at home on Saturday, it'll be on the Fort Madison Bloodhouse Sports YouTube page. Um, that's probably the best way to watch all of our games live other than coming in person. Uh, we are on Twitter. You can find Fort Madison Boys Basketball on Twitter. Our, our handle is at FM underscore boys underscore b-ball. Uh, so you can find us on Twitter. We tweet out quite a bit there, our scores, and just things going on in our program. And then uh, on Facebook, uh, I might be the longest Facebook handle name or username or whatever there is out there. Uh, I think it's Fort Madison, Iowa, Bloodhound, Boys Basketball. Uh, so you can follow us on both those uh, uh, sites, social media places to uh, to kind of see what's going on in Fort Madison, Boys Basketball. Well, I don't know how many people were at the game, and I don't know how many people listened on the radio, but there were 622 people watching it on YouTube just on the Fairfield channel. So That's awesome. So yeah, it was yeah, it was a big game, and people – People really are interested in, in what's going on. So t- talk about, uh, we talked about some of the really outstanding Fairfield players. Tell us about some of the other uh, outstanding players in the conference or maybe some other other teams that you played uh, that you think deserve some mention. Yeah, uh, you know, our conference, I think, has really good basketball players. Um, you know, we returned Dayton Davis. He's a four-year starter and a senior for us. Him and Amarion Davis from Burlington were the co-conference players of the year last year, uh, both in their senior years this year. Uh, real athletic guys, rebound, score, inside, outside, um, and their defense, I think, is what makes those two guys really special. As mentioned, Max Wheaton, you know, he's averaging over 20 points a game. I think he's right around 10 rebounds a game. Uh, he shoots a three pretty well. I think he's over 40% on the season. Uh, you know, Mount Pleasant, Dewan Trent is a, is a nice player there. He's been a two-year starter um, down there in that program. Plays really hard and real crafty and shifty and and then uh, you look at uh, Washington High School and Casey Bailey and Ethan Patterson, probably two of the uh, funnest guys to watch because you don't know when they're going to shoot or where they're going to shoot from. And they play hard and they love to step back and, 
uh, you know, they lead their team there at Washington. Um, and then uh, Kia Cuck has a couple nice players. MJ Davis, he's been starting there for a couple years. He's real nice, real shifty, uh, talented athlete. Uh, Kia Cuck, and then, uh, you know, going back to us here for Madison, I think Miles Deer's a name we got to throw in there for sure. He's having one heck of a season. He scored 23 last night, probably had four or five assists. And, uh, um, you know, being a, a, a real good leader and one of, the, one of the better point guards here in Southeast Iowa. But outside of our conference, uh, yeah, we played against some really good players. We uh, It wasn't a game, but it was a scrimmage. We went up to New London on uh, New Year's Eve morning and scrimmage New London. Uh, Mason Porter, Kate Benjamin, uh, two phenomenal players that are uh, they're on the Iowa Barnstormers uh, AAU circuit. Go play with them. They're getting a lot of recognition and stuff. So uh, players like that we played against. Uh, Trying to think of some of our non-conference games. Uh, we played, you know, a couple of Illinois schools. We played a Missouri school and things like that. But uh, I think there's a lot of a lot of good basketball uh, here in Southeast Iowa. You know, we don't see Waco or Winfield back in here. They've got the two guys, you know, some guys up there that are really good. But uh, you know, basketball in Southeast Iowa in general, I think, is, is really strong right now. It's outstanding. Uh, let's let's delve into a little bit about the Missouri and the Illinois teams. I don't know that a lot of a lot of teams uh, play it out-of-state games, but how does that uh, – that seems like a really good opportunity to make your team better and see different brands of basketball. Oh, it's definitely different brands of basketball for sure. Uh, Illinois and Missouri allow a lot more uh, physical basketball games, and uh, that's some things that we have to adjust to when we go play there. Um, we went down to uh, John Wood and played, and then we're going to go back down to Quincy and play in the KHQA a super fan shootout at Quincy Notre Dame High School on February 5th. But uh, the other night at Clark County uh, was was definitely a, a different environment for us. You know, they, they allow a little more grabbing and hand checking and holding as our guys are driving to the basket. So you know, our guys have to adjust to that. But uh, yeah, it's just you know, in Illinois they get to play you know thirty games because they can play over the uh, Christmas break and over the uh, over Thanksgiving, and they can have shootouts and tournaments and things like that. So they play a lot more basketball throughout their season uh, than we do here in Iowa. But, um, yeah, they always test us, and it's, it's always good to go play uh, uh, on the other side of the border. Well, let's talk a little bit about this event that was that you're going to play in Quincy. My uh, partner, Scotty Melvin, says that's a big deal. Yeah, they got a couple of them down there in Quincy. You know, if people are looking to do some things right, then you go down to that Quincy shootout they had last weekend uh, at Quincy High School where they brought teams from, like, nine different states, and they had basketball all night. You know, they had four or five basketball games on Friday night. And then they have a whole lineup of games starting at 9 a.m. on Saturday. And they're bringing in the top uh, athletes, the top basketball teams, the guys that are going to your Duke in North Carolina, uh, Florida, Kentucky. Um, they're bringing in teams like that. And that's all in fight. And uh, obviously, you got to have some really special players and really special basketball programs. Uh, Iowa City West actually went down there and played this year um, against a team. I'm not sure who they were exactly, but uh, they went down and played. And, and, you know, we know how good Iowa City West is here in Iowa, but uh, I think they end up losing by 20. So that one there is really, really big, and it's only, I think, three or four years old. The one that we're going to play in on February 5th is also an invite only. We got into that back in 2014, 2015 for the first time. Uh, John Schmitz was the head coach here for Madison, and uh, Miles Wednesday, uh was uh, was coming through and up, and we had a really good team back then. And, and then they invited us back this year with a group of seniors, and, uh, just it's an all-day Atlanta uh, basketball. They run some things on Friday night, and then they'll start at 9 or 10 a.m. on Saturday, and they'll run basketball game after basketball game until the end of the night. Um, 
we'll play a West Central Illinois team, uh, 3.30 that day. And then right after us, we'll be uh, number one ranked uh, uh, school, Monroe City, um, from Missouri, which will play, I believe, a Liberty Illinois team. And so that will be right after us, which will be a, a real good battle to watch and a uh, game for us to stick around and watch and hopefully learn a few things from. So, yeah, Quincy does great things with these shootouts, and uh, hopefully someday here in Iowa we'll be able to do that stuff as well. Well, let's talk about this special group of players that has brought uh, brought this high ranking and all the attention uh, onto your school. Yeah, um, again, there you know, we have seven seniors that, that lead our program right now and uh, playing and getting all of our minutes uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, and, and I think the thing about this group is not one of them is a is just a basketball player. They're multi-sport athletes uh, from you know, track to soccer, uh, baseball, football, uh, and all that stuff. So it's uh, it's a special group of players that we've got. Uh, you know, we look at our starting lineup with Miles Deer at the point guard. Uh, Landis Williams is another point guard or shooting guard uh, that we can put in there. Uh, Tate Johnson uh, and then Rayburn Turnbull and Dayton Davis, those are our starting five. And the thing about those five guys, they can do about anything and everything from defense to shooting to, to just being athletic and making our defense really tough uh, to go in and rebounding. And uh, they played together since uh, fourth or fifth grade, uh, and they, you know, playing AAU or going and playing in tournaments and things. And then we've got two guys that come off the bench, Philip Golder and Matt Hopper, uh, two really good athletes. Matt Hopper actually was starting early in the season and missed a couple games with sickness and I just haven't thrown it back in the starting lineup. But... You know, the thing about these seven guys, you know, Philip Goldie, he started last year. Um, Matt Hopper started this year. You know, any of those seven I honestly can put out there on a given night and be comfortable and understand that, they're, you know, they're going to understand what we need to do and they're going to bring that mentality and, and uh, you know, be ready to play every night. So it's, it's nice to have those guys. Uh, outside of our uh, top seven seniors, we, we, you know, kind of go between sophomores and juniors. Uh, sophomores are probably our next guys off the bench with uh, late voting. And uh, Carson Rash are two young guys that can really shoot, play, and handle the ball well, and uh, uh, great kids in our program. Hunter Cresswell is an inside post player as a sophomore, a big kid. He's probably our best actual post player from uh, when he gets the ball to moves to scoring. Um, but a uh, kid that's going to be real fun to watch in the next couple of years as well. And then uh, our junior class, Nathaniel Swigert actually got hurt last night in the JV game. He rolled his ankle, sprained it, or, or something. So hopefully he'll end up being okay. And then uh, Jordan Simpson and Nate Boyer, uh, they, you know, there's some role players, and they do a great job leading the bench and making sure our bench is engaged and get the crowd into games and things. So, um, and then lastly, we have a freshman that started dressing here about a week or two ago with Julian Deer. So he'd be the younger brother to Miles Deer. And uh, Julian just does some really good things at our lower levels, and he's really stood out here early in the season. So uh, we gave him the opportunity to – Dress varsity and kind of get, gain that experience and hopes with those uh, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen uh, next year to, to fill those shoes of these seniors. Let me tell you, there are going to be some big shoes to fill. Well, here at Round Guy, the podcast, we kind of like to, you know, since basketball is a little different to cover than than football, and we can't cover everything. It's not all on one day and at one time, and everything is going on. But we do focus on rivalries, you know, like Waco and Winfield, and we were there for that, or. Sagerny, Kyoto, we were there for that. So you got a game coming up with Burlington. Tell me about the rivalry between Fort Madison and Burlington and basketball and football, bowling, whatever it is you guys, you guys got to be going at each other just a little bit harder. 
Burlington's a rival for sure. Um, you know, again, you kind of go back and look at some things. You look back at our uh, baseball season this past summer. It came down to Fort Madison and Burlington to win the conference. Uh, unfortunately, Burlington uh, came out on top of the conference in that situation. Uh, this past fall, uh, both teams ended or entered uh, game nine of the season at five and three. And one team was going to win and go to playoffs, and the other team was going to lose and go home. And uh, Burlington uh, won that game in a hard-fought battle as well. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely been a battle. Um, you know, last year we played them at home to a one-point game and uh, had a shot at the buzzer that just didn't fall to beat them. Um, you know, so these next couple games with Burlington are going to be huge. And, uh, you know, we go up there on Monday night, and hopefully, you know, we bring a great student section and, and uh, fan base with us because uh, it's going to be loud and, and uh, you know, real loud and just there'll be a lot of energy in the gym. And then uh, February 11th, they'll come back down to our place. That'll be a big night for us, senior night, teacher appreciation night, and things like that. So a couple big uh, battles on the line. And, uh, you know, they're, they're right behind us in conference and uh, along with Washington. So uh, rivalries are fun. You know, I would say probably our biggest rival there would be Keokuk. And uh, that's always been a big rival here in Lee County. But uh, between Keokuk and, and Burlington, I would say, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a rivalry between both schools. Well, I have uh, some scores that were from last night. If you know anything about them, uh, or if you don't, uh, looks like Loiza Muscatine beat Columbus last night, 33-27. to 27. Uh, Kyoto beat Colfax Mingo, 58-57. to 57. And then uh, this Fort Madison team seemed to beat Fairfield. Pretty tough fought game, 57-40-54. to 40, 54. Yeah, I, you know, I honestly have not had a chance to uh, take a look at any of that stuff. Uh, we got home about 11 o'clock last night, and uh, I uh, uh, you know, watched TV for a minute and then hit the bed. So I'll probably look into some of those scores and things today. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a little full slate of basketball tonight here in Southeast Iowa as well. You bet. So before I let you go, uh, I'd like you to comment on another team in Southeast Iowa that's really having a season similar to yours, and that's uh, – the Mid-Prairie go, uh, Golden Hawks. Well, you know, again, Mid-Prairie is one of those programs I don't know a whole lot about. Uh, we're not in a conference. We're, you know, a couple different classes, and we're about 45 minutes to an hour away. So I don't know too much about them. I do know their ranks, and they're having a really good season. They do play some similar opponents down here in southeast Iowa. But, uh, but again, uh, anything that uh, teams can do to get some recognition and, and uh, uh, you know, get on the map for basketball in southeast Iowa, you know, it's it awesome to see. And hopefully between Mid-Prairie and Danville Bears and uh, New London, uh, you know, all those teams that have been ranked or are ranked can continue to play hard and we can get some of those teams to, to attend state and make it to state and play up there. And, and again, just kind of make it known here in Southeast Iowa that there's, there's some really good basketball teams and players. Yeah, 3A, 2A, 1A. I mean, there's we've got teams that are ranked all over the state, don't we? We do, yeah. There's there's quite a few of them, and you know, really, Burlington's the only real four uh, A school. I shouldn't say real; they're, they're the only four A school in Southeast Iowa. Uh, next closest would be a tumble, but but yeah, it's nice to see that across all the different levels, and and uh, you know, make some excitement uh, down here in the media. So uh, you got a, a kind of a tough stretch, even yet. Uh, the team's got to face a lot of challenges to get to the end of the season. Uh, well, and then uh, we'll have the playoffs after that. So. Uh, you feel like you got to grind to get to the to the end of the season? Yeah, you know, we're going to have a heck of a stretch. Um, Saturday, we're home against Burlington every game. That'll be a tough game. They always give us fits for some reason. But, 
Uh, starting Monday the 31st, uh, we'll play uh, five of our last seven on the road. Uh, in that stretch, we'll be at Burlington. We'll be at Washington. Uh, go down to the Quincy Shootout. And then we'll meet Decora up at uh, Kirkwood Community College on the 8th. And Decora is currently ranked number five and 3A. So we'll play them at a neutral site. And then we'll come home on February 11th from Burlington and Senior Night. Muscatine will come down to Fort Madison that next day, Saturday the 12th. And then um, we'll end our season, our regular season, on uh, on Saturday the, or I'm sorry, Saturday the 12th we'll play Muscatine. And then we'll end our regular season on Tuesday the 15th up at, uh, or over at uh, Otumbo. So we've got a heck of a stretch, but these are the games that we'll need. Uh, to see where we're at, what we need to do better, and uh, get us ready for the postseason play, which uh, today at noon we'll, we'll know more on who our district is and what the road uh, for the postseason is going to look like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that coming out myself. Well, uh, we've been talking to Ryan Wilson, the the head coach of the number one ranked uh, Fort Madison Bloodhounds. It's been a joy talking to you. You got anything else to say that you want to mention before that we haven't talked about? Before we let no. you go? No, I don't. I actually just appreciate uh, coming on the air with you and having the conversation. It's great to talk basketball. I enjoy talking about whether it's our team or just basketball teams here in Southeast Iowa. And uh, like I said, I think we've got some great basketball here. And uh, appreciate the uh, time to chat. And uh, if there's anything I can do down the road, let me know. Well, I, I probably, I'm, I'm trying to put together what I think is going to be the best playoff coverage anywhere where I just kind of I get an interview with all the coaches before the games I start posting about four o'clock and every half hour I just post 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 all the way through the night different coaches different media you know my partner Scotty Melvin with me the whole time so I definitely want you to to keep up with me as we get through the playoffs that shouldn't be a problem you've got my number and uh I look forward to hearing from you. Well, you're a great guest, and and the coaches around here give us such such great insight. Thank you for your time, and uh, uh, Southeast Iowa is proud of you. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks a lot, and go Bloodhounds. All right.